Try to yell my candy girl, the kind with the swirls. Oh, so good, baby, out of this world. Look so sweet, fell in love with your curves. Every time you speak, conversation like sir. S-U-G-A-R, you ain't her. Oh, honey, honey, put money on that bird. Let's keep it in the circle, you everything I deserve. Baby, want your sugar, I'm ready to get served. Sugar. Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, Burgers at Pops, the podcast with Pep. I'm Ashley Miner, and here is my co-host, Rose. Hi, I'm Rose. Uh, I was born alone. Um, I'll die alone, but we podcast together. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, we're already, already... Already, already getting into it, getting into the Archie stuff. Yeah, so this is a pod- podcast about Riverdale, which is the... Uh, the sexy Archie TV show on the CW. Yeah, um, if you ever wanted to know what it would be like if Archie was in the modern day and he was, like, sexier and also, um, it was dark and there was a murder, uh, then this is the show for you. It, it I think it really gives something to everyone. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of something for all audiences. Um, there, there's music. There's teen romance. There's murder. There's yeah. horrible parents. And there's Archie. And there's Archie. Oh, stupid, stupid Archie. I feel real bad for Archie lately. <laughs> um, he's an idiot, but uh, you know he's he's our idiot, us Archie fans. Yeah, no, it it definitely. Every time I see him doing something, I'm like, oh, buddy, <laughs> you this... know that's not going to end up okay. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess the thing to think about here is that, like, all of the characters, I'm assuming, are either 15 or 16. They haven't really, yeah. like, they haven't really said outright, this is how old everyone is, but, um... I'm I just... think someone said that they were a sophomore. Yeah, okay, so they're sophomores, I think... I think either Archie or Jughead is 16 because in like the first or second episode, Jughead's like, Archie, we're going on a road trip on the 4th of July. And I'm, I'm assuming if you're going on a road trip, you, you have a license to drive. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hope so. Although Jughead does seem like a rebel. Jughead does seem like a rebel, but um, maybe not a I stole a car, uh, fuck the cops kind of rebel. <laughs> True, he does seem, like, he is really into justice. Yeah. He's, um, he's like if L from Death Note was a, uh, was an Archie character. It's, uh, you like, said, when you first said that, I, like, kind of laughed at it, and then, like, every time I look at him now, it's, like, just so true. Right? Like, it's not an exaggeration. Like, everything, like, the way school, yeah, the way Cole Sprouse, not not school prouse don't know who that is <laughs> the way cole sprouse plays this character is very much if he like really liked death note um what i think he did yeah i mean i used to follow his tumblr i feel i feel like death note might have been involved <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so this is i think the sixth episode that just recently aired yeah we're on episode six um Faster pussycat kill kill. Yes. Uh, for those who are not 
in the know with Riverdale lore, all the episodes are named after old movies. No new movies in here. <laughs> no new movies. Like, I think the most recent uh, reference they make is Mad Men. Yeah, Mad Men is definitely, like, the mo- For some reason, it's, like, an abu- ubiquitous reference in uh, in the show. Probably because it's got, like, a similar 50s aesthetic. Um, and also, Betty's mom was on that, I think. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Um, they also make a lot of references to, like, Beyonce and Twitter, which, like, they, they feel out of place every time it happens. It's just, like... Um, well, I would just want to say that every instance of someone saying the phrase hashtag is amazing. Yeah, and it's always Cheryl Blossom who says it. Um, Cheryl Blossom also, uh, tells us her Twitter URL in the, in the first episode, um... I actually never, I never checked if it was real. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't checked either, but she does say follow for follow. Yeah, she says that, um, a lot. Like, at least twice, I swear. (laughs) Which is more than any human should say that. Like, actually, even if she only said it once, I feel like that's a lot. (laughs) Um... So yeah, what, what do you want to talk about specifically, Ashley? Like, how should we, uh, how should we jump right into Archie? I was wondering, like, have you had any, before Riverdale, have you had any experience with Archie comics? Um, yes. There was, um, like, a long time ago, I watched the film Return to Riverdale, which is a made-for-TV film for, uh... Oh, about, <laughs> we watched that together, right? Uh, we, we did watch that together, actually. Who would have thought that the Riverdale Watch Club would have started so early? <laughs> um... But yeah, so that came out in, like, I want to say the mid-90s, um, and it's about what if the Archie characters grew up and then went to Riverdale after graduation for a high school reunion, and everything got weird. <laughs> that one is especially weird, because they're all, like, married and have kids. Yeah, but they're all extremely still horny. Yes. Um, actually, I think Jughead is the only one with children, which is strange. Yeah, he's like a psychiatrist. Yeah, that that film has um some excruciatingly strange ideas about what psychiatry is all about. <laughs> yes. Um, there's also uh, other Archie media I've seen and consumed. Um, once on Free Comic Book Day, I got a free Baby Archie comic. Um, and oh. <laughs> yeah, Little Archie, and um, and Little Archie, what? They, they're, like, all in a summer camp, I think. And, um, of course, they're all, like, children. Um, I don't actually know what happens in that. I, I do know <laughs> a, uh, a fact about the Little Archie comics. Oh, tell me about Little Archie. That, that ties into Riverdale. Uh, in that, they had, like, kind of an enemy group of kids. Ooh. Uh, called the Southside Serpents. Oh, there we go. And that's what the gang in this is named. Oh, so, like, do you think they were introduced specifically in Lil Archie, or were they maybe introduced in the series, and then their appearance in Lil Archie is kind of like a, you know, that's just them as children? 
I believe they are introduced for Little Archie. That is insane. It is insane <laughs> that the the children's comic Little Archie, where Archie is like five, uh, includes a a gang of greasers. <laughs> and then uh, Archie's weird mysteries. I watched some of. Uh, do you know about Archie's weird mysteries? I, I've heard of and uh, but not really a lot about it. Yeah, I remember small details vaguely as if a fe- if it was a fever dream um archie's weird mysteries is like uh that was another attempt at making a modern reboot of archie where um well they're in high school and they solve mysteries kind of like scooby-doo x-file style mm. like i say i say scooby-doo because they're a gang of teens that solve crimes but I say X-Files because I think all of the mysteries were real. <laughs> oh, okay. They, like, they, it was Scooby-Doo, but, like, the movies Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is some Zombie Island stuff. Yeah, it's a little bit like Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, minus the part where Scooby-Doo Zombie Island is actually horrifying. <laughs> God, that, that, that movie is terrifying. <laughs> I remember watching that as a kid and being so so scared yeah it's um i remember being like extremely terrified of that movie and then immediately like the next day after watching it being like well pop it in the vhs again (laughs) i feel like there's definitely like there's that feeling of a kid of something being really terrifying and Mm -hmm. you kind of wanting to keep watching it yeah but also, as a kid, I, like, rewatched everything I had, just because, like, I mean, it was there, and um, I was kind of, like, a one-track mind. So, like, there was this Barbie Nutcracker VHS tape that we had, and I believe I watched that, like, four times in a row once. Um, bad idea. I know everything <laughs> about that movie now. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of Pokemon movies, like, back-to-back. Yeah, Pokemon movies. None of this has to do with Archie, though. None of this. That's okay. <laughs> okay. We, uh, we'll, we'll edit it in post so we can add some Archie content in there. Yeah, we'll put a little bit. Like, every, every 30 seconds that go by without mention of anything having to do with Archie or Riverdale, we'll just, like, edit in the words, Archie. Yes, or I'll just put the, uh, the sugar sugar uh, MIDI file that I have. <laughs> underneath that entire conversation <laughs> just to remind us yeah all right um so yeah so that's basically my experience with uh with archie and that it was always around but i never took like a specific or direct interest in it i feel like that's a really common like experience that a lot of people have with archie comics yeah well i mean like the- they're always at like the grocery store and stuff you can get them anywhere so for like a lot of people archie's just kind of accepted and not just kind of like a well i guess this is what i'm getting into now like either you grow up with it or you don't yeah that you don't like have a lot of people in their teens going like i'm gonna get into archie (laughs) yeah although to be fair i know someone exactly like that (laughs) oh oh shit who uh, I guess I could put them on blast there. I don't think they'd mind. Rebecca Mock. Oh, okay. Wow. That's an artist I respect and enjoy. And she just, like, went in there and got into Archie? Yeah, she had some really uh, interesting Archie comics that I think are lost to time. Oh, that's horrible. 
Like, it's horrible that they're lost. I'm sure that they were wonderful. (laughs) They were pretty incredible. Uh, Some early, like, Afterlife with Archie stuff. (laughs) Wow. Which I actually have read bits of. Yeah, um, the other night I was kind of in an Archie hole, because I was thinking a lot about Archie, um, as I tend to do now. That's just my life now. Um, I, I found some, like, pages from Life with Archie, and it's like, it's very much just being like, Hey guys, do you know about The Walking Dead? It's very much that. Uh, there's... You can definitely see some of, like, why it inspired Riverdale. Yeah. But I think Riverdale just does everything it's trying to do way better, and also without zombies, so way better. Yeah, zombies are so played, um, I'm glad that Riverdale has nothing to do with them. Although we did, uh, not the most recent episode, but the last episode, did have a walking corpse. Oh yeah, that's true. For a very brief moment. That's true. (laughs) All right, so uh, should we should we catch up our audience with the general plot of Riverdale, seeing as we're starting this, like, six episodes in? Yeah, we might as well. <laughs> uh, so the whole plot of Riverdale is that uh, during the summer, uh, on July 4th, uh, Jason and Tara Blossom went out riverboating at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Because that's what, like, normal people do. Yeah, that's definitely a normal activity for teenagers. <laughs> yes. And uh, they apparently fell out of the boat, like, from what we are told in the beginning, and apparently Jason drowned. Turns out that's not the case, that he was shot. And then it turns out he was shot a week later. Yes. It just continues to unravel. Yes. Um, as the viewer learns more details about... Um about the death of Jason Blossom, the uh, the more questions there are than answers. Yes. Um, it's very much in kind of like a Twin Peaks style, where like the more the more you learn about a character, like the more of that is not true. Um, much like the death of Laura Palmer. <laughs> yes, and there's a lot of talk of mostly from Jughead, who does the uh, narrations for the most part. Uh, about how this death of Jason Blossom kind of rocked this town. Yes, um, it it brought them out of their like uh, their innocent um, child years and into thrusted them into adulthood. Basically, um, like they are kind of implying almost that before Jason Blossom died, the sh- it basically was like the Archie comics. Yeah, um, which so I guess that like. Really, um, that really answers our question. Like, how did it, how did this end up so dark? Well, I guess if in like the actual Archie comics, if someone died, it would get pretty dark. Well, I mean, Archie died once. Yeah, yeah. In uh, in the pages of Life with Archie, Married Life, Archie was um was killed by a gun trying to save his gay friend Kevin Keller. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> um, and then like there's. A lot of interpersonal, like, there's a lot of suspects. Yes. Um, I, I think, basically, everyone on the show, except for Veronica and her mom, because they weren't in town then. Yeah. And Archie are suspects. Yes. Um, and, the, 
And the only reason I say Archie is not because he's the main character, but because that boy was distraught over hearing a gunshot for, like, months. Yeah. Um, basically, like, what, what you should know about the Archie characters and what is, like, given as the defining characteristic of Archie is that he has a pure heart and is easily distraught by anything. Um... And it's incredibly average. Yeah, he's like an incredibly average guy with a pure heart. And I guess he's also buff now and he plays football and he's a musician. And he's kind of like, it feels like the kind of criticisms that like people have about Mary Sue characters, except like, you know, it's Archie. And these are all things that are true of Archie. Yes. Although I do like that, at least in the some more recent episodes, they are making it clear that Archie is not really that great at either football or music. Yeah, like, he tries really hard at everything he does, and and um, it puts a lot of strain on him. And um, it's not like he is, like, naturally extremely, extremely talented. He's just kind of, like, naturally pretty alright at some things. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And he, the weirdest thing about this show is that Archie is kind of separate from, like, the main murder mystery. Yeah, like, so, like, Archie gives an extreme shit about the murder mystery for, like, the first three episodes. And then he kind of just stops because it's, 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 uh, it doesn't, it's not, like, a concern of his anymore. Like, he hears the gunshot, um, and he thinks he's a witness to a murder, but actually, uh, the gunshot was completely unrelated to the crime that occurred on the on Sweetwater River that day. This is a really serious TV show. <laughs> it's a really serious TV show about <laughs> syrup. Did you lose it when they did when, when uh, Betty's dad went on that whole yeah, syrup um, like rant? I Cheryl's dad that went on about the syrup, or did they both go on about syrup like separately? No. I think they did, but I know that Betty's dad did it because she was like, at first, uh, Betty's dad was like, oh yeah, uh, Polly, you know, tried to hurt herself, and like, that's why we had to, you know, take her away to, you know, a home, and then uh, Betty, like, found out that wasn't really true, well, no, they found out that uh, Polly and Jason were getting married. And so she was like, Dad, what was the real problem here? And he was like, you know, like, hundreds of years ago, a Blossom killed a Cooper over yeah, syrup. syrup. So um, there's kind of like a, a, a Romeo-Juliet type familial conflict between the Blossoms and the Coopers. Um, the Blossoms are like hyper-rich syrup barons. Um, like, I think they're supposed to be, like, the richest people in Riverdale, except for, well, I guess not in this continuity, but Veronica and... Yeah, like, the Lodges Lodges. are extremely rich, but also the dad's in jail, so I'm assuming they don't have access to all of their money. Um, so, like, for the, for the purposes of this show, yes, the, uh, the Blossoms are the richest people in town, and it's because of Syrup. Like the stuff you put on pancakes. Yes. Uh, apparently they murdered uh, 
Betty is like great great grandfather over it, and that is why they're rich, and the Coopers are just yeah. Middle like, I wouldn't class. say that they're poor because like they they obviously have money, and Betty's mom owns the newspaper. Um, but does she own it or is she just a reporter? I, sw- I thought she owned it. I'm not ne- now. I'm not sure. <laughs> I would probably it, like the rank. The hierarchy of richness in the show probably goes Blossoms at the top, Lodges, Coopers, uh, Andrews, yeah. uh, Joneses. Yeah, but like the Joneses, they're at like the very bottom. Um, a detail yes. we find out um, in, I think, episode four is... Which I still think is my favorite cliffhanger. Yeah, that was just like... That was extremely emotional. Um, <laughs> uh, we... Um, so the the conflict of the fourth episode is that the um, the uh, the drive-in movie theater is going to be torn down because it's like it's old and it's kind of like occupied by like hoodlums and stuff. So like it's not a yeah, great they, place. Yeah, and they have a buyer. Yeah, for and it. it's being it's being bought by a mysterious anonymous buyer. <laughs> I wonder who it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, Jughead seems to be the only of the of the Riverdale crew who is truly upset. Because he works there, but he seems to be way more into it than someone who just yeah, works there. Like um, he says that uh, when when asked about it, he says it's because he's a cinephile, um, <laughs> or possibly a, a, a fan of cars. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, he he wants to put, play the last movie there as a Tarantino yeah. film, and Kevin apparently shut him yeah, down Kevin on that. Kevin Keller is a secret gift. Um, at the start of the series, I thought he was just going to be like the worst gay stereotype, but um, he seems all right so far. Uh, he's got he's very he seems quippy. all right, and he's got he's got kind of some layers. Like he is weirdly like homophobic towards Moose at the beginning, but it yeah. Like I feel like you, they give a good enough reason for me to be okay yeah. with that. Um, Where he basically do- he wants to have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. and he like you know going with this guy who doesn't want to admit that he's attracted to dudes and also has a girlfriend. Yeah, like he doesn't want to be like um, like like a one time fling or or someone's like side piece. He wants like a committed relationship. Um, yeah, I hope he gets it someday. Anyways, um, <laughs> well, he 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 did make out with the uh, Southside yeah, Snake. Yeah, he, he makes out with a member of the Southside Serpents who has like a really cool haircut and um, and the dark mark on his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got the dark mark on his arm like he's in Harry Potter. <laughs> um. Anyway, so like at the end of episode four, a thing that we discover is that Jughead lives in the drive-in theater in the projector booth. Um, so yes. for all intents and purposes, Jughead and his family are homeless. They're homeless. Um, well, it seems like his dad, and especially from what we got of the uh, trailer for the this episode, yeah. or for the next episode, I guess. The trailer we got at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. It seems like Jughead's dad is maybe a bit, like, has a place to live, but Jughead doesn't really want to live with him. Oh, all right. Well, um... Because it turns out that Jughead's dad is the leader of the Southside Serp, uh, Snakes. So, um, 
because of Jughead's father's uh, gang affiliations, he uh, he does not care to be around him. Um, but yeah, so this week's episode, it's uh, yeah, we get it this week. Yeah, let's let's just like dive right into this week, I guess. Okay. Um, this episode is kind of like. It's kind of a trip because there's a lot of really serious stuff with a lot of like less serious stuff like Josie and the Pussycats is there and there's kind of like a band rivalry between Archie and himself <laughs> and the Pussycats, all three of them. <laughs> um, and uh, a thing that we have we've seen develop is Archie and... Um, Valerie, they have a blossoming relationship. Yes. Um, and uh, Valerie is the songwriter and keyboardist for the Pussycats. And Josie is very, like, protective of her, but also kind of possessive. Because she wants her band to be the thing. The big thing. I I went through a roller coaster of emotions with Josie this right? episode. Like, you start out kind of being like, damn, what's her problem? And then it's like... Oh no, she has problems. <laughs> it is like a continuing thing where, like, I think Fred Andrews is maybe the only good parent on the show. Yeah, like he is—he's a very caring father. Um, everyone else like, like seems he... to try, but like Fred Andrews, Dad of the Year. Like from the jump, like I love that. Like in the first. Like, you know, Archie is having his... Uh, the eternal struggle in this is not about Betty or mm-hmm. Veronica. It's about, will he do the music or the football or work for his dad's company? Yeah. And his dad's just like, hey, listen. Like, if you don't want to work for my company, that's fine. If you don't want to do football, that's fine. But, like, don't fucking lie to me about yeah, shit. Yeah, like, Fred, Fred Andrews wants his, uh... Wants young Archie to just be happy. Um... And, unfortunately, Archie does and, not know what will make and, him happy. Yes, and also not to fuck teachers. That's the one thing we didn't mention. <laughs> yeah, we mention. haven't mentioned the uh, the worst part and, and the most dramatic part of Archie TV, which is um, Miss Grundy, the uh, the music teacher at, um, at Riverdale High School. Um, she, uh, she's fucking her students? Or more specifically, she's yeah. fucking Archie. Um, she definitely seems to be a serial offender from yeah, what we see, uh, though. Yeah, it is later revealed that she is a serial offender, but, um, uh, Archie truly believes he is in love, which, um, the poor boy. <laughs> yeah, it's, and I have a variety of feelings about yeah, that. Yeah, the way that they, um, that they approach, uh, Ms. Grundy and Archie's relationship is very inconsistent. Um, I I do like it that everyone, at no point except for like Archie, who is obviously not, uh, you know he is being taken yeah, advantage of. He's not of. like completely self aware. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes, also that everyone else sees this as a fucking horrible yeah. thing. Uh, Jughead was really upset. Um. We almost thought that Jughead and Archie's like friendship was toasted for good until, until episode th- three, two, man, two, <laughs> two. 
Uh, two is where we have the great, uh, the probably the best jug headline and probably the most jug headline in this show so far. Yeah. Which is like, uh, like Archie goes friends and Jacobs go. We'll see. <laughs> or many burgers. To be discussed. Or many days. <laughs> yeah, to be discussed. He's um, Jughead is great. Uh, Cole Sprouse yeah, is like, yeah, no, really, I, I, really killing it. <laughs> I would probably say that Jughead. And probably Betty are my favorite parts of the show, but yeah. I'm going to have to add an asterisk to that later on, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, some events in this past episode are, um, <sighs> <laughs> that's the noise I make. Um, so yeah, we have this kind of battle of the bands this episode, Yeah. but then we also have the continuing, like, the investigation team yeah. of uh, Jughead and Betty... Yeah. They're trying to uh, track down uh, Betty's sister, Polly. Yes. Um, all the while, during the Battle of the Bands, Valerie uh, ditches the Pussycats. Um, Veronica was going to do a duet with Archie for the talent show, but... Because um, he froze up after a great, like, nightmare sequence of everyone wearing wolf masks. He's afraid of werewolves. <laughs> He's afraid of werewolves. He's like terrified of werewolves and also football players. Like in not a like, there's no other way to put it. Like he, they he sees like a werewolf mask like that he got from like a trunk. He's like oh yeah. He's just like he's freaked out by this thing that he owns. It's a thing that he owns and hasn't thrown out, and it's a werewolf <laughs> mask. And he pulls it out of like his trunk of of garbage, and it's just like ah. But he was, like, getting his, like, guitar strap from, which is, like, he's been playing guitar. you think he would have his strap. I figured that maybe his guitar strap was, like, in storage because um, of everything that happened with Miss Grundy. Like, we don't really know how much time has passed. So, like, I, I assumed True. that, like, he might have thrown it in there in, like, a fit of despair. And uh, mm-hmm. he was digging it out now. And there's a werewolf mask. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for a very yeah. special Halloween episode of Riverdale. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be great. Uh, but, yeah, he choked on the stage. Yes. Um, and so he he wants to have Veronica there as backup. Yeah, because uh, with Veronica, um, or pr- possibly with anyone, he feels safer than he does alone. Um, yes. And he... Uh, well, after agreeing to do a duet with Veronica, um, once Valerie quits the Pussycats, he's like, me and Valerie are doing the duet now. And then Veronica is like, she's insulted and she's upset. And she's um, also... She calls him Ginger Judas. She calls him Ginger Judas. <laughs> uh, and astutely points out that Archie has uh, no sense of loyalty. And I'm not sure if it's no sense of loyalty or if he's just indecisive and would rather just say yes to anyone to make them happy. Um, but yeah, so Veronica joins the Pussycats in an act of revenge against Archie. Um, the, the, the moment when she walks into school with the cat ears. So good. <laughs> Amazing. It was like Mean Girls 2. <laughs> but good. <laughs> mean Girls 2, the better one. <laughs> um and uh yeah, so when they're invest when uh when Betty and Jughead are investigating um wherever the heck uh Polly's gone, 
Um, Which they find out by photographing uh, Betty's mom's uh, checkbook. Yeah, because there's a check made out to, um, like, an extremely, extremely, I cannot, I cannot, (laughs) like, I cannot underplay... (laughs) how like villainous catholic the name of the 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 home she's in is it's like um i want to say it's like the the sisters of quiet um of quiet mercy or something yeah it is the place you go to like at the end of your movie about possessions right yeah like it's um this is a place that is like almost certainly haunted um and uh there's a there's a From, zone in there called the Garden of Deliverance, which is just nuts. <laughs> like also, I think like she, they, she's having her silence hour. Yeah, like they have like a dedicated hour of silent reflection. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, the actress who plays Betty says they had to stop filming in the garden because there are too many spiders. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Also, apparently, they film a lot of CW shows in that uh, place. Yeah. Um, from what I know, the CW is, like, located in Vancouver. So um, there's, like, a whole lot of places in the British Columbia area that are just, like, this is where the CW shows happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so but, what else? Uh, so what did you think was up with Polly before we get to what is actually up with Polly. Oh, um, well, what I figured was up with Polly is, like, I figured that she had, like, some kind of, like, personality or behavior disorder that, like, after her, um, after Jason Blossom broke up with her, it, like, it, it triggered, like, a very, um, a very dramatic mental break that would, like, require some kind of hospitalization, um, but, like, that might just be me, like, projecting a lot, because those are, like, issues that, um, I have known to, uh, exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. I for sure, for sure thought that it, she was just going to be perfectly fine. Oh. Like, nothing, like, and that just her parents were horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so where did you think she, like, was, though? Well, I thought that they had put her in, like, a, a home, like, you know, like, Home for Troubled Youth, but oh, right. it was more just... Yeah. Although, I did subscribe briefly to, uh, there was a, at one point, a theory that, uh, the, the Dark Betty in episode three was Polly. Oh. So, like, you thought that, like, Dark Betty and Polly were, like, the same character? Or more that it would turn out that Polly was a twin. Oh, okay. Okay. And that that was not actually Betty in that episode. Oh. That's that an... was a theory I, I saw got... <laughs> That's an interesting theory. <laughs> yeah, this is the same uh, place where a theory that... For the first two episodes, that Jughead wasn't real. Of course. Came right. from. I was like, <laughs> I would be really upset if the if like the crux of the show was that Jughead was fake. 
<laughs> in memory of Jughead. Rest in freaking pieces. Uh, I mean, you could see it because, like, in the first episode, he was like, uh, like he only talks to Archie. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, and he he also like says some vaguely cryptic bullshit, which is like, oh, would have really helped me. Yeah. So, what is actually wrong with Polly is well. One kind of nothing, it's two, she's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant with Jason's baby. Um, and for all that we can tell, nothing's really wrong with her. Um, and that the reason she's in the home is because she was going to run away with Jason Blossom to start a family the next town over. Um, which, like, I'm not sure how well that would have worked out for either of them. I think they're both still in high... They're, they're like, they both are still in high school. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Jason Blossom is the son of a rather, like, noteworthy family. Yeah. Like, they, they probably would have been able to find him. They could have hired private eyes to watch him. Yes. <laughs> it's a definitely a very, like, high schoolers in love... Yeah, just like... Kind of thing. Yeah, where, like, anything's possible... Um, and, uh, the power of love will prevail. Um, yes. Which, as we, as we know about Archie, uh, in Riverdale these days, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing good happens in Riverdale. <laughs> oh. But we, so that is what Jason was doing that day. Yeah. Um, so, um, on the night of the talent show... Um, we get this, like, incredible sequence of the Pussycats featuring Veronica, um, uh, performing a cover of Donna Summers. Um. I loved it. It was so good. Especially, like, in concurrence with, um, uh, Jughead and Ver- Betty investigating, um, Jason Blossom's abandoned car. Like, that was just, like, a real groove-worthy aesthetic ass sequence <laughs> it really was i i do really love the aesthetic of the show the cinematography of yeah, it yeah like it is weirdly well shot for a cw show and um i love it every time they have a scene at pops and they yeah. have like the uh middle of the frame like right around like the window mm-hmm. and you get the neon around it i always love yeah, it it's so good um, my favorite thing about Pops, the diner, is that there are multiple signs inside the diner, inside it, that just say the word, diner. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, if you're running a diner in, like, 2017, it's for the, it's, it's not for, you know, like, diners really don't exist anymore, it's for the aesthetic. I, st- I, th- I think diners exist. I've been to, I've been to diners. <laughs> <laughs> We've been to diners. That's true, true. <laughs> Anyways, um also uh in the end Valerie does rejoin the Pussycats um because of a spirited um conversation from Archibald, young Archibald, um <laughs> where he says, and I quote, um <laughs> Valerie, I was born alone. I will die alone. And tonight, I'm going to sing alone. <laughs> With the biggest smile on his yeah, face. he's got, like, the most earnest smile. Um, and it's just, like, it is the most baffling thing I've ever seen happen on TV. 
it's like that is the peak Riverdale moment for me. I don't know what will top it. Yeah, although I don't know, the show keeps topping it. The show tops itself constantly. Um, I I thought nothing would ever beat uh, Cheryl coming out to shout. Yeah. At the at the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like a weird cover of it, but it's still the yeah, song. Like, it's, it's like one of those like slow, like kind of breathy covers that are all the rage right now. Yeah. Um, CW seems to have a lot of those in my other favorite CW show, Supergirl. <laughs> that, yeah, that is true. I, I'm, st- I'm mad that in the w- episode that was based around... Uh, oh, the, the people do one week... Bare Naked Ladies? Bare Naked Ladies. They have an episode that is centered around the Bare Naked Ladies, and there's no slow, breathy cover of one week. It's been. <laughs> <laughs> I would love, like, an operatic cover of one week, just because, like, the song is nuts. It is so long. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, it would be an opera if you slowed it down. <laughs> yeah, if you slowed it down and, like, sang it, like well as opposed to the weird like almost rap kind of cadence that one week has you would have an opera yeah meatloaf covered one week would have an opera baby (laughs) i would love that me too um i would love to email uh meatloaf all of my ideas for things meatloaf should do (laughs) i'm sure he's open to them yeah um Item one, meet Dolly Parton, take a photo, say, shout out to Honey Boy. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's good. That's good stuff right there. They must have met at some point. I googled it. I can't find the evidence. <laughs> oh, that's... Mm. I don't know if I want to live in a world where Meatloaf has never met Dolly Parton. Right? Maybe they have and they're, like, private about it. Like... Yeah. Like, I have to think, like, on an award show, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I know he's met, like, Cher. Okay. He's met Cher. He's met Gene Simmons. Dolly Parton, of course, has met almost everyone. Um, She celebrated Mm -hmm. her 71st birthday. Or was it her 70th? No, 71st. With uh, Jimmy Buffett. So that was kind of like worlds colliding for me. (laughs) I was about to say, that seems like your perfect, like... If you could be a fly on the wall. Right? Like, I wish I was in that room right then and there. We, we talked about it a bit earlier, but uh, Josie seems to have some major problems. I'm glad that we got a lot of Josie this episode. Yeah, just because, like, um, um, like, in previous episodes, she's just kind of there to be mean to Archie. And good, because someone has to, but... <laughs> someone has to put the, that boy in his place. <laughs> um... But, yeah, Josie is, um, obviously the leader of the Pussycats, um, their band. They wear long tails and ears for hats, um. <laughs> I, I do think that this episode finally gave an answer to something that's been bugging me, is which is, why is she friends with Cheryl? Yeah. Which I think the reason is because she is also just as kind of mean and controlling at times. Yeah, um, they both are kind of, like, uh, mean girls. Not the movie, but, like, the concept. <laughs> yes. But also kind of like ha- the movie. 
also kind of like the movie. If either of them had a burn book, I would not raise an eyebrow. Um, no, I don't think Cheryl has a burn book because she was like super surprised when she found like the football team's burn book. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I guess not. Um, a thing that I'm glad that they are avoiding is like the um, like the the unnecessary level of cattiness in these high school girl characters. Like they're obviously mean to each other, but like not in a capacity that is like truly monstrous. No, uh, and it's been a lot of. Uh, in the first couple of episodes, it was all, like, Veronica trying to be nice to people. Yeah. Um. And even now, like, she seems to be more mad at Archie. Yeah. With reason. I mean. With reason. People should be mad at Archie sometimes. He messes up a lot. How can he learn if we don't express how mad we are? <laughs> I do think that this was the first episode. Like, Veronica has been kind of trying to... Like, repeating that she wants to be a nice person. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this was the episode where she started that like, to kind of turn a bit. Yeah, this is definitely, like, her showing some of her... I don't want to necessarily say true colors, but more aggressive side. Yeah, her, maybe her past self. Yeah. Um, uh, that whole dinner scene. That was intense. Uh, so, like, this dinner scene that we're talking about... Um, the, uh, some, some dudes come into town. Just kidding. It's just Josie's dad. Just one dude comes into town. <laughs> yes. So, um, Josie's dad comes to town to see the talent show and it is revealed that he's not into the pussycats at all. He thinks they're like too gimmicky. Um, and he's like, and, he's a and real, too pop. yeah, they're too pop and he's a real jazz man. Um, and he thinks that they need some artistic integrity. Uh, and apparently Josie is, is, her full name is Josephine, because she's named after Josephine Baker. Yeah. Which, the best part of that scene is, uh, Josie's dad going, like, looking to Archie and just going, you don't know who that is, do you? And Archie, like, not, like, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Archie. Just, um, they, they really do, like, something to try to, like, um, make the, uh, the black characters kind of like not just be like um the kind of uh like the kind of like diversity quota characters that you come to expect from a lot of tv shows um i I did learn that apparently one of the main writers is a black woman so oh that's great um i should actually like find out more about like the writing um the writing team for riverdale just because like it constantly surprises me (laughs) I know one of the main people behind it is also, like, one of the main people behind Supergirl. Oh, okay. That's that's great. I love Supergirl. <laughs> I wish Supergirl had, like, a cinematography team as good as the one on Riverdale. Yeah, it de- that, uh, Supergirl definitely looks more like a CW show. Yeah. I feel like we should just, like, kind of, like, quickly clip through, like, what happens in this episode. Um... So there's the dinner. Because, I mean, we still have, I think, what will maybe be the largest discussion coming up. Yes. There is the dinner um, with Veronica's mom and Archie's dad and Josie's mom. And what is happening there is that they're trying to um, get the... uh, a construction deal for Archie's dad because his company will very likely fold if they don't get like a really big contract. 
Um, Because he doesn't want to fire anyone because the last person he fired was Jughead's dad. Yeah, the last person he fired was Jughead's dad, and that didn't go well, and Jughead is still upset about it. Um, Yeah. Uh, Uh, And the mayor says, like, oh, I can't give you this because... Because uh, the person, the mysterious buyer, um, is already in talks with someone else to uh, to begin construction, um, and uh, what we, the viewer, know is that it's uh, it's Veronica's dad. It's the Lodge family. Um, yes. But what Archie's dad does not know is that it has anything to do with the lodges. So he's like disappointed and Veronica's mom is like, well, I'm a shareholder. And (laughs) when it turns out that Veronica is a shareholder, Veronica, who is like 15, (laughs) is a shareholder in this company. And I'm not sure if that's legal at all, but I wouldn't know. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I literally do not know about shares and bequeathing them and (laughs) yeah, obtaining one. And, like, what happens, like, you know, doing deals in jail, like, yeah. it's... and I don't know what NASDAQ I, I am out of my depth for. right here. <laughs> yes. Um, so, like, Veronica's mom is like, well, I'll sign it. Veronica, if you sign this, then Archie's dad gets this contract. And Veronica's like, um... Fuck off. <laughs> Veronica's really upset because, one, she had no idea that she owned any of this stock. And two, because she caught her mom and Archie's dad having a tender moment, and she doesn't like the idea of her mom being with someone else other than her father, because obviously her father is in prison. <laughs> um, so she's like, if I sign this, will you stop seeing Archie's dad? And um, her mom's like, I can't do that. So she forges her daughter's signature. That's fun. <laughs> Yeah, it seems definitely more like uh, Veronica's mom, which I think is, her name is Hermione. Yeah, Hermione, Hermione Lodge. Uh, Hermione Lodge, she ends up, like, she has kind of, from the first episode where she got, like, a thing of money. Yeah. Has been, like, kind of being pushed down this, like, avenue of being a criminal. Yeah, um... She, we start out, like, thinking she's, like, um, very innocent of anything to do with um, uh, Hiram Lodge's illegal dealings, but it turns out she may or may, she, she may as well just be complicit in them. Um, and, uh... Now, do you think she was, like, dealing with them when he was out of jail, like, before he got caught, or is this only after... I have... Like, honestly, no idea. I cannot wait for the show to surprise me with whatever the answer is. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll turn out that she was the mastermind. <laughs> and he took the fall. <laughs> she can't go to jail. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so um, Veronica and her mom seem to have a very good relationship from the start. But um, as, as things progress... Um, and her mom shows more of a morally ambiguous side, um, she's, uh, the, things become more strained. Um. Yeah. Like, for the first couple of episodes, like, Veronica goes directly to her mm-hmm. mom for to ask for stuff. 
like ask for advice or ask for you know help with stuff like Archie doesn't talk yeah. to his dad his dad always comes to him first uh, and Betty never wants to talk yeah, to her like parents Betty's, for good uh, reason. Betty's mom tries to talk to her but um, she wants nothing to do with it because her mom's manipulative her I, I may say that her mom is the worst parent yeah um, it's between her and I would actually say Jughead's dad because he seemed to be okay with taking money to yeah. force basically his son out of the, his home. Well, I would say Cheryl's mom is also pretty bad. Oh, yeah. That whole, man, everything from the Blossom family yeah, that we saw um, is it's a nightmare wild. house. <laughs> Um, do you think that, um, uh, Cheryl's mom is gonna send her to, like, the same kind of, like, home as Polly got sent to? Because she said boarding school, but I feel like she could end up being really sadistic and sending her to the Catholic, uh, hell home. <laughs> I, I could maybe see that. We didn't see Cheryl this episode. Yeah, we haven't seen Cheryl this episode, um... I'm assuming because she got sent away to boarding school. Maybe. Like, that's the only answer I could think of. I th- I th- didn't her mom say that no boarding school would take her, though? Ooh. I don't know. That might just be a thing that, like, she would say to make her feel bad. Man, I hope Cheryl's okay. Yeah, no, I, I've definitely grown to care for Cheryl. Yeah. Despite everything. <laughs> Des- it's Cheryl. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> And then, uh, at the end of the episode, uh, Fred Andrews tells Veronica, you know, that, oh, I got the deal. And Veronica realizes that. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where we leave off with her for this episode. Yeah, so Veronica definitely no longer trusts her mother. Um, does anyone truly trust anyone in Riverdale? Jughead thoughts. <laughs> Jughead thoughts. Uh, the Jughead thoughts about this one were about fear, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. Like, it works for, like, Archie, but, like, none of the other plot lines are really about fear. Is Jughead Archie's conscience? <laughs> I mean, that was the theory! It was that, <laughs> that he was his conscience, because he would always show up and, like, tell him, like, Hey, stop fucking this teacher. Hey, don't fuck a teacher. <laughs> Da-da-da-da, the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, um, uh, so I think we talked about everything, like... Well, um, we, we need to talk about the Jughead, the end of the Jughead, uh, Betty plotline. Yeah, so, the Jughead, Betty plotline is driving me crazy. Um, Jughead, uh, climbs through Betty's window after they get in trouble for, okay. um... Oh, First, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I need to talk about, I need to talk about the scene... Where Betty accuses her parents of murder. You're right. Betty <laughs> accuses her parents of murder, and her mom laughs about it. Because... <laughs> she goes from, like, it seems like she's crying at first, and then she goes full supervillain laugh. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> it's amazing. It is truly amazing. Um, uh, Betty accuses her father of murder, um, and her dad's like, what? And His, Her Betty's- dad looks like a confused dog. I think I think her dad might just be a confused dog, <laughs> <laughs> in like a long coat. 
<laughs> yeah, like many confused dogs stacked upon each other. <laughs> yeah, because we saw him last episode burning. Uh, apparently, he had broken into uh, Sheriff Keller's house to steal his murder wall. Yeah. Um, or so we think. Like, we know someone did, and they show us, like, I think maybe, like, some kind of a jughead. Um, they show thing. the dad burning all the stuff. You're right. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I thought that might have been, like, a, an imagination thing. But, like, he, he that burned That may have it, been probably. an imagination thing. Yeah. But, um, so... Betty accuses her father of murder. Her dad is stunned. And her mom laughs about it. Like, her mom's like, oh, he wouldn't have the guts. <laughs> yeah, like, like... What the fuck? <laughs> you think this man... What have the guts to murder Jason Blossom? Oh, I wish he had the guts. I wish I murdered Jason Blossom. Every, yeah, so, um... Freaking... Freaking Betty's mom wishes this teen boy died by her hand. Well, I mean, like, in the first episode, you see, like... Yeah. Her go, like... Like, literally, like, one of the first things a character says... Mm-hmm. Is... I hope that Blossom Boy is burning in hell. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I don't know if... I, I, I'm not comfortable taking the Coopers off the suspect list. Yeah, I'm not either. But um, I, for as of this moment, we uh, we just don't know. We, we just don't know. And I, I almost think that... Uh, Betty's mom would be more open about it. Yeah, like, I feel like Betty's mom would brag about it. <laughs> I feel like she would pretty quickly, like, give it up just so she, like... She could, could gloat. Gloat and, like, oh, yeah, the Coopers, we got one back on you. <laughs> Woo, Team Cooper! <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we the scene. The scene. So... Um, Jughead climbs through Betty's window, um, after Betty gets in trouble. The most, like, Clarissa explains it all bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, um, Betty gets in trouble for going to visit Polly. Um, so she's grounded. And accusing her parents of murder. And accusing her parents of murder. So she's grounded. Um, Jughead climbs through the window and says some, like, smoldering teen boy talk. He's like, we're not our parents. We're not our well, parents. Well, you know, first it goes, we're all crazy. We're all crazy, but you're not your parents. We're not our parents. <laughs> and then they kiss, and and I don't both like of it. them seem so uninterested. Yeah, like I don't like it one bit. <laughs> I I did not like it, and it seemed really out Forced. of yeah. It seemed out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I, I had heard rumblings that there was going to be a... Because Cole Sprouse had, like, said in an interview that he... That Jughead wasn't asexual yeah. yet, but he may be in a further season. Right, yeah. So, like, Cole Sprouse um, is a firm, like, defender of asexual Jughead. Um, as is, I would say, most of the human population... Most of the Riverdale watching population, I would hope. Um, And uh, so 
I read somewhere that like the the show writers weren't completely on board with it, but I mean it it's still like open to be like, you know, Jughead saying I I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, like I think what he said is like that Jughead will have a bit like will have a romance, mm-hmm. but his hope is that they will then turn that into him realizing about himself. Yeah, I hope so too, just because, like, this feels really, really forced, and also, like, Betty? (laughs) Yeah, like, I really like them as friends. Me too, like, Mystery Squad! Juggy! (laughs) Hashtag Juggy. Hashtag Juggy. Teach me how to Juggy? Yes. I'm sorry, it's 2017. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... And... Like... The like the only thing that's kind of saving this for me is both of them seem super... Like, they don't mention it after it happens. Yeah, like, it happens, and then it's just like, we gotta solve a mystery, and it's like, you're right, we gotta solve a mystery. <laughs> yeah, Betty, like, Betty breaks off and goes, Car! Which I really actually kind of laughed at. Yeah, she's like, the car! It's like... Yeah! (laughs) Um, So at the end of the episode, after they discover a car full of the belongings of Jason Blossom and drugs? We don't really know what's going on with Jason, but drugs are involved, apparently. Apparently Um, he, they, there was like a thing, I don't know what episode, but Jughead was interviewing someone. They said that uh, Jason was selling drugs. Oh. Oh, no, it wasn't Jughead. It was uh, Betty. Betty. She went on the date with that uh, football player. You're right. So, like, what kind of drugs do you think it was? They just said drugs, like, you know, in the scary, like, 90s PSA way, but, like, my money's on weed. They had them, like, yeah, I would say, like, weed or pills. Yeah, but, like, they were in, like, these big bricks, so I had no idea. Like, I almost thought they were bottles for a second. Do they make weed bricks? Like, I guess you could do it. Has someone built a house out of weed bricks? Uh, I mean, probably somewhere like Colorado. Down in Colorado, they're building houses out of weed. Hemp house. Yeah, hemp house. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, they find they find the drugs, and they're like, "We gotta go tell Sheriff Keller." So, um, they do that. They go find him at the. Uh, at the show, the talent show, as Archie performs his performance. Okay, um, so, so I've we're, just go back to the Battle of the Bands story for a bit. Were you kind of like mad that like Archie got a fucking standing ovation? Yeah, like he got a standing ovation, and it was like it felt like a bigger deal than the Pussycats getting a standing ovation, even though their performance was like way better. Yeah, um, like I'm I, glad that. Archie's football friends, though, were like, you did great up there, man, after, like, heckling him (laughs) for a whole week. (laughs) It's just like, oh, no, we were just fucking with ya. (laughs) Turning into werewolves. (laughs) We were just fucking with ya. We're teen wolves, and we think you're great. (laughs) Um, I kind of liked that, like, the football players were like, nah, it's cool that you're talented. (laughs) It's, um, it wasn't a particularly, like, 
great performance or song though. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm just like completely like. Um, maybe I'm just like completely divorced from a. The idea of like a white guy with an acoustic guitar being like super super uh, interesting anymore, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Archies to become a thing. Yeah, I mean, that that definitely Archie. has to be like by Archies. the end of the season. Yeah, like that's what I figured they were gonna do with this like battle of the bands plot. He's like, I can't perform alone, so it'd be like Betty yeah. learns to play the tambourine. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> Veronica is there. Jughead, I guess he plays a drum. I, if you were to say like that, Jughead knew how to play the drums. Or right now in this show, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I would not be surprised if Jughead could could play the drums. Um, I also would not be surprised if he could like play the clarinet or something. Yeah, Jughead plays the recorder. <laughs> but. Beautifully. Oh no, he's great at it. <laughs> he's the he is the one good recorder player. Fourth grade teachers see him play and are like, "I got to teach my kids that." I don't know. There was uh, one of my favorite bands, Poly Six, had a song that had a recorder part. Oh, nice. Their keyboardist played it. It was really good. I'm so glad. <laughs> uh, we're kind of we're right to the end, but uh. Uh, Archie then kisses Valerie. Uh, Valerie, which I was pretty cool. I was cool with. Yeah, no. Um, from what I know from Archie comics, uh, is that Archie and Valerie is like a um, it's like a documented couple. Like that's happened before. Okay. Um, I I do find it interesting that like past like the first or second episode, like will Archie choose Betty or Veronica has not really been a thing. Yeah, it hasn't come up again. Um. I think like, mostly... Like, she turned down Betty, and Veronica seems kind of not interested. Yeah, Veronica's just, like... She just seems to, like, kind of want to just, like, casually date people for a while. Um, and she doesn't really, like, care that much about, like, you know, getting it on with Archie. Yeah. <laughs> um, <as> she should. <laughs> I, I, I've been very sad that we have not gotten a lot of Betty-Veronica moments. Yeah, we haven't gotten a lot of Betty-Veronica moments. Um... I'm hoping that those start happening again soon. Uh, Ever since their car break-in date. Yeah, they broke into a car. <laughs> Betty. <laughs> Betty was like, learned that from the Nancy Drew book. Yeah, and Veronica's like, severely unimpressed. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, we haven't actually seen a lot of like, Betty and Archie either. Um, she's probably still like, trying to get over Archie though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the episode ends with them uh, returning to uh, the police returning to the car and the car is now on fire. Yeah, the car is on fire. Like we saw like a, a shadowy figure um, observing Jughead and Betty and now the car is on fire and we don't know what <laughs> what happened there. Uh, but so... if there was drugs in the back of that car, there is like a super... Super <laughs> intense, like, <laughs> there's got to be some kind of cloud going on right now. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, so I think this is kind of something similar to what happened with the uh, the final showing of the uh, movie theater, the yeah. drive-in. Yeah. 
where anyone who is not at that talent show is a suspect. Yeah. Um, and, for, like, from what we've seen of the previews, it looks like Jughead is prime suspect number one because he touched the drugs like an idiot. I will say, and because I was, like, shouting this at my screen when they were like, <laughs> I was like, take a picture. Take a picture of this. <laughs> like, don't just expect it to be there when you get back. Yeah. And Jughead does do that, but he also touches the drugs like an idiot. Yeah. These kids do not know how to handle evidence. Most kids don't. I'd say it's realistic. <laughs> well, I mean, but, like, Betty brought in a gun into her house. Betty is, like, an insanely intense 15-year-old. <laughs> like, She stepped on a dude with heels. Yeah, and tried to drown him in a hot tub. Betty. <laughs> <laughs> Betty. <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah, I, Betty does have that dark side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I guess that's, like, everything that happened in this episode, right? Yeah. When do you think Sabrina the Teenage Witch is gonna show up? <laughs> oh, I want it so bad. I want it to happen soon, and I want curses to fly everywhere. <laughs> I don't know if, like, that's going to be, like, a season two thing. Like, they'll put out the trailer for season two, and... Like, the last shot of it is Sabrina. Ooh, yeah. that I feel like that would be a fitting thing. I mean, with everything happening, like, in this season, I feel like adding a supernatural element, like, in the middle of it would be nuts. Yeah. Like, they could do it, and I'd probably be fine, but I might also die. <laughs> I feel like the whole purpose of this show is to just ramp up everything until when Sabrina shows up, you're just like, <laughs> that yeah. seems about right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, I, I still think that the ending, we're either going to find out who killed Jason, but we won't find out the mo like, why? Ooh, yeah. That could or, be it. Or that someone else is gonna die. Oh, fuck. Someone else could... Who do you think would die? Uh... Like, who's it... on the table at this point? In talking to people, I've heard, like, some people say Archie. What the fuck? Death of Archie? Already? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe not dead, but, like, shot. Ooh, yeah. And that would be the the season uh, one in finale cliffhanger. Yeah. So, like, since Archie's been, like, so kind of, like, um, detached from this whole murder mystery, which is bullshit, because what teenager wouldn't want to solve a murder mystery with their friends? I know. Um, I... It, it might, like, him getting shot might be, like, the, uh, the big thing that gets him back involved with the main plot. Yeah. Uh, I did really like when, uh... Like, R2 was like, oh, hey, do you want me to help you, like, you know, find Polly? And yeah. they, were, they were basically like, don't worry, Archie, this isn't part of your plot line. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta practice for the Battle of the Bands. <laughs> Archie. 
so should we, uh, should we take questions? Oh, yeah, I, I put out a question post. All right. Uh, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Uh, we got a few from uh, at Maxi Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is your candy girl? Oh, my candy girl? Um, or, or actually, it's who is your candy comma girl? <laughs> well, that's a... I mean, it's still like a who, so I guess it's still who is my candy girl. Yeah. Uh, I guess, like, from the show, my favorite's probably... I guess Veronica. I like I like how she's, like, trying really hard. And I like I like how hard she wants to be friends with Betty. Yeah. I, I would probably go with Veronica, too. Yeah. Hashtag candy girl. I recently just watched that... Uh, the second episode where uh, Josie and Puskett sing Candy Girl. Yeah, it's still good, right? It's still so good. Uh, sugar uh, Sugar is a good song. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it, Archie Dick and Rampa AU, who would be the main character's uh, SHSL talents? Rudale okay. or Comic Works? Okay. Okay, so, I don't, I've never read or listened to or watched any of Rampa, but I know the basics of what this is. Yeah, super high school level something or other. Um, Archie's the most average. <laughs> Archie is the super... Uh, he's the uh, super high school level high school student. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's the most high school student. He is, like, the most high school student you can possibly be. <laughs> Um, uh, Jughead obviously eating. Yeah, Jughead's eating, but also he's like, I'm trying to figure out like in Riverdale, like what his big thing is, because he's kind of a detective, and so's Betty. So I don't know which one would would the super high school level detective be. I feel like Jughead would be your main character in this version. Right, like you would play yeah. Jughead, and you got in for your eating, but then you would be actually be pretty good at as, as a detective. Right, yeah, and then Betty, of course, is your uh, is your assistant detective, your accomplice, yeah. the super I, high school level detective. <laughs> I feel like she would either be a detective or a reporter. Oh yeah, that's true. She is a reporter. She could be uh, either investigative yeah. journalist. There we go. Bam, yeah. bang, boom. Boom. Um, Veronica, super high school level best friend. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's the best friend. <laughs> like everyone everyone wants a best friend like Veronica. <laughs> Kevin Keller, super high school level gay best friends. <laughs> <laughs> super high school level gay. There we go. That's Boom. good. That's not an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Kevin gets uh traits at some point. <laughs> One of my favorite jokes of this entire show is when he goes to the uh concession stand and ask for a hot dog they're like sorry for a shower it's like of course of course <laughs> yeah like he keeps ordering food and it, there, there's no hot dogs <laughs> um it's good stuff uh what other characters um uh reggie jock super, yeah, super jock. high school level super high school level quarterback there we go yeah. I uh, found it really interesting that Reggie was actually, like, a better quarterback than Archie. Yeah. Like, he was well, like, hey, don't play with your hand busted. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, him trying to be shitty. It was just him going, like, hey, that's dangerous. Be, nice. be good. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Reggie and Archie, they have, like... Uh, I'm kind of appreciating that Reggie doesn't seem to just be a dickhead. Like, he's a dickhead, but also it seems like there's a part of him that does care about Archie. Yeah. Also, when he asks Archie if he fucked any milfs, that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you totally did it, bro. <laughs> he's a psychic. Oh, and by the way, I realized recently that in the first episode he talked about tea. Really? Well, so he's like, bro, you got jacked, you diesel. Like, you did, like, oh, yeah, he was asking, like, the kinds of tea that he might have been drinking, like, matcha? <laughs> I think he may have been using slang for testosterone. Oh. I'm not sure, because he still, like, says, like, ginseng and, you know, like, all the other types of tea. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know enough about tea slang. Yeah, neither do I. But, you know, Reggie! <laughs> But, I mean, if someone were to know about, like, a slang name for testosterone. Yeah, get back to us. <laughs> Write yeah, it. And, well, I mean, Send also, it, w- it would be Reggie who would know yeah, that. it would be Reggie. Uh, last one from uh, Maxi Satan. Similarly, if there's a Battle Royale death tournament, which Archie character wins and why is it Jughead? Actually, I would go Betty. I would say Betty has a great chance. Um, uh, Jughead... Riverdale canon, Betty, definitely. Mm, Yeah. Betty, definitely. I mean, she stole a gun. Yes. (laughs) She has, like, no scruples. Um, (laughs) She's she's an incredibly moral character, but no scruples. No. (laughs) Um, Jughead, I feel like, has, like, a lasting chance, but um, I feel like he would give up uh, at the end. Like, if someone better than him was up against him, like, if he was up against Betty, I feel like he would take the bullet just because it's like, you're a good person, Betty, and I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Good night. And then it's like, damn, Jughead. <laughs> Archie is the character that you think is the main character, but then gets killed off first thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like Veronica would be completely unable to kill Betty as well. So. Yeah. Uh, um. Reggie is, like, kind of the villain of the piece. God, yeah. Also, Miss Grundy would definitely kill all of those teens. Would she be in it, though, or would she just be, like, the teacher? I feel like she would participate because she wants to kill teens. I don't know. She's fucked Uh, up. Oh, yeah, true. I guess. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) She's like, I'm young enough, and, like, no, you're not. (laughs) Fucked up. All right, so, yeah, I would say, um... Betty wins just because I don't think Jughead would kill Betty. Uh, from uh, Dory Mingu, uh, how much of the Archie comics did you know going into this? We kind of answered that. Yeah. And also, there's a gender-swapped Archie comic. Pitch me your idea for a gender-swapped Riverdale. Ooh. Uh, have you read the gender-swapped Archie comic? No. What's it's it like? It's a trip. Oh, God. Uh, I, I may, let me try to send you an image of that. Okay. Uh, because... How upset am I going to be? I'm not sure. I kind of liked it. (laughs) But also I'm me, so... Yeah. Uh, and I think it was, like, issue, like, 63 of their comic. Damn. Uh, and it was... Uh, drawn by a webcomic artist who is mostly 
most well known for a comic called Menage A3, which is a basically a porn comic. Yep. Yep. <laughs> sounds like sounds like the hiring pool for someone uh someone doing Archie, I guess. Oh, girl Archie is so cute. Uh, girl Jughead's very good. Let me try to find that. Okay. But I, I, I it would be interesting. I, I don't think a lot of like what Veronica and Betty's like whole deal. I don't know if it'd be the same because a lot of it was her going like, I don't want to be like horrible to other girls anymore. Like yeah. I did that. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if their whole deal would work as well, like as the um, as as a different gender, just because it's like I feel like uh, femininity has a lot to do with the characters of Betty and Veronica. Um, man, girl Archie is really cute, though. <laughs> let's let's take a peek at girl Jug. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> Girl hot dog, too! That's a character that hasn't shown up in Riverdale yet. Hot dog. Jughead's dog. Well, I could say what Jughead's whole deal is. I feel like he could still have a dog. Yeah, maybe we see in the next episode that apparently he's going to his dad's, like, trailer, so maybe they, uh, the dad will have the dog? Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. I hope hot dog's there. Me too. I hope Jellybean's okay. Oh, man, that one, I love that every time they show a photo of these characters, they always look exactly like. Yeah. Like, everyone else, they kind of, like, but, like, when they showed, like, Grundy, like, actual Grundy. Yeah. She looks exactly like the comic. Yep. And, uh, like, uh, Jellybean, like, has, like, almost like the alfalfa with a bow on it. Yeah. Which is, you know, not something you really see in actual Reality? life. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my uncle's got, like, a pet cat that looks like Alfalfa. Oh. Guess what its name is. It's Alfalfa. Oh, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna guess. But, yeah, that... <laughs> Makes sense. Little Rascals. That's something that's gonna get, like, an, an edgy reboot next. Oh, uh, I don't know uh, if I can... Little Rascals. I don't know if I can handle sexy Little, little Rascals. Well, it's going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm in charge now. These are the rascals. They're so little. <laughs> but uh, that's it for questions. Yeah. Uh, and so that may be uh, the end of our first episode. Oh, shit. What, what do we do now? Uh, well, what we would do is, uh, I guess, sign off. Oh, okay. Like, so should should I, like, plug my Twitter, or... Oh, yeah, we will... Uh, let's do that now. Uh, also, okay. I have a, another good uh, girl Archie picture. Oh, I'm just gonna that keep, after the show. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep linking these. <laughs> oh, man, why is she so cute? <laughs> I know, it's fucked up. Like, I didn't... So here's the thing. Boy Archie... I don't get why everyone's, like, all over him. Girl Archie makes perfect sense. Oh, and this one you can see a girl Reggie. Ooh. Does she still play football? I don't know. I, I'd hope so. Dang. Look at that hair. Nice. Okay, let's sign off. <laughs>
Okay, yeah, let's, uh, where can people find you, Rose? Uh, hi, you can find me on twitter.com, um, at box of hamsters, box of hamsters, um, that is spelled exactly how you might think it is. <laughs> um, and you can also, uh, subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash honeyboy. One word. All right, then. Uh, yeah. You can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. And you can oh. find uh, my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. All one word. Nice. Uh, and you can find all my other posts at audioentropy.com, which this podcast should also be up on. That's so exciting. I'm going to yeah. be on a website. <laughs> brand expand. <laughs> expand the brand. Just, you know. Widen out. Lisa, let out those pants a little. Expand the brand. All right, I'm, I'm ending this. <laughs> it's all uh, over. <laughs> until next time, stay out of Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> I, I came up with that beforehand. <laughs>